Well, the cup rolls on without the world's two best players, Messi and Ronaldo, both out today. I was half right on my call. Argentina would show some offense against France, but they forgot to protect their own goal. Kylian Mbappe running rampant back there, and the Argentinian defense unable to handle his speed, just throwing their bodies in the way at times, and France would get four into the Argentine net of the seven-goal thriller. Some fantastic goals in this one, great strikes of the ball, but Mbappe stealing the show, showing why PSG dropped so much money on the 19-year-old. Sergio Aguero, the player I highlighted last night, uh, would get on the field as a sub and score, but it would be too little too late. No idea why he didn't start. I was quite surprised um, with such a great nose for goal, and this is such a crucial match for them. But after doing a little digging, Aguero was perhaps a little too critical of his coach after the 3-0 thrashing against Croatia in their second match of the cup, and I guess he talked his way onto the bench for the Nigeria match. In the end, I think the Argentine coach, Sampaoli, uh, will be the one who has to answer for his decisions, and I'd imagine he will not be in this job for much longer. After giving up three goals, France's defense clearly showing some weaknesses. Uh, Uruguay will look to expose them for sure when they meet in the quarterfinals. Uruguay showing that they are strong defensively against Portugal today as they won 2-1 to and booted the European champions from the tournament. Ronaldo most likely playing in his final World Cup game as he will be 36 in 2022. I had predicted he would be frustrated today going up against this tough defense, and it does happen from time to time, and when it, and when it does, Portugal just can't seem to find a way without him. They couldn't seem to find a way through, uh, save for the corner kick from Pepe, a very controversial player in my mind. Uh, Ronaldo's former teammate, he played at Real Madrid for 10 years, and always struck me as a player who would take two steps forward and then two steps back. A solid defender, no doubt, but not without a temper and boneheaded decisions at times. As a Madrid fan, I was happy to see him go this year and move on to Turkish giants Besiktas. I think they could do a lot better back there in defense. Nevertheless, he gave Portugal the tying goal today, but Edinson Cavani showing a ton of class, curling the ball into the Portuguese net for the game winner. He suffered an injury, however, picking up what's called a knock, uh, claiming it's not too serious, but he's got until Friday to heal up when they take on France in the next stage. Tomorrow's matches, we've got host Russia versus Spain up first. Both teams coming off of really sloppy matches, but Russia the worse off, losing 3 to nothing to Uruguay. Spain drawing with an already eliminated Morocco 2-2. Two two. Spain will need David Silva and Isco to play well as providers tomorrow. They are the keys to open up whatever defense they face, and as Spain are the heavy favorites, Russia will most likely play conservative and force Spain to figure it out. They are near-mirror images of each other, David Silva the lefty, Isco the righty, short guys who dribble well and pass the ball like the best of them. Tricky feat to watch. David Silva, another one of those big money transfers from Manchester City, joining the English side from Valencia in 2010 for a then pretty hefty fee of about $38 million. Uh, and change and since then has been a staple of their success as well as seeing Spain through their incredibly dominant years of 2008 to 2012. Now 32 years old, he'll be hoping to get Spain back on top of the world as this is most likely his final World Cup.
Isco, on the other hand, only 26 years old and has worked his way into the starting 11 of a very crowded Real Madrid roster. Everyone was thinking he would transfer as there just wasn't a starting spot for the youngster as he grew in talent, but he just kept his head down and played so well to make it undeniable that he starts for both his club and international midfield. He does some genius things with the ball, so hoping for Spain to get their form back and dazzle us with the tiki-taka. I think Spain are winning this game. It'll be close, though, with Russia riding the home field advantage. Second match of the day, Croatia versus Denmark. Croatia the favorites here as they have a deeper roster and they are in fine form, beating the wily Vikings of Iceland in their last match, while Denmark played out a lame nil-nil draw with France to ensure safe passage. They'll, of course, have a plan, but I think the Croatians will have a better one. I see Croatia taking this one. All right. Keep watching the round of 16. Hope you're enjoying the soccer and uh, enjoy the matches, everyone.